power of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. Yeah, 
It's a good place to clap. Very, very um, touching messages, both on the church page and those of you who contacted me personally to wish me a happy birthday. I, I really appreciate your kind words. Amen. Yeah, I mean, I was flipping through statuses and there are names I didn't know I had. The most interesting one was somebody referred to me as Iron Man. It's like, hey, Iron Man. (laughs) But then she put an explanation there. She said, that is how the the graduate entry medical program game class of 2023 refers to me because I taught them Iron Metabolism. (laughs) Iron Man. But I'm, I'm really grateful for all the nice messages. Um, at School of Ministry on Friday, the leaders presented me with a very nice suit. Hallelujah. Very, very nice one. Uh, that one, I'm, I'm reserving it for Joy Inno's wedding on 12th June. In fact, this shirt is a gift from Pastor Alpha and his wife. Isn't it nice? It's very powerful. Yeah, I received other gifts too. And some 10 or 11 of you too sent Momo. God bless you for sending the Momo. Yeah, if I was 11 people sent Momo. You see, um, when you give to a pastor, you, you, you shouldn't think it's too small. Because that money you gave went to meet a very important somebody 
a very important need for somebody. People think, oh, if you are going to give to a person, it has to be big. And if, if you give 20, eh, it's very likely there's somebody who is also demanding 20 from him. So when you give, it's a way, you know, <laughs> redirect. If I show you my inbox, the, the kind of needs people have sent me, like the kind of requests, needs people have sent me. So it's it's very much appreciated. Hallelujah. Somebody sent 20 Ghana and, and sent a very long message, literally a message. <laughs> that oh, for a big man of God like us, I don't know about that one. <laughs> she knows 20 is too small, but I said, oh, don't worry, one day you will give 20 million. Hallelujah. Uh, it's the thoughts behind it that is the most important. And God bless you all for them. Many gifts and wonderful birthday wishes. Today I want to preach to you briefly. You know, when I'm in the birthday mood, I'm not very eloquent. <laughs> so I'm going to preach to you very briefly. I'm going to take maybe 20, 25 minutes and I'll be done. I want to preach to you on what I've entitled the hand of the Lord. Everybody say the hand of the Lord. Say it again, the hand of Hallelujah. How many of you are aware today is the day of Pentecost? Today is the day of Pentecost. But my message is not in that direction. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, today is the day of Pentecost. And may you experience Pentecost in your life. An infilling of the Holy Spirit. A renewal of your fervency and your zeal for the things of God. Hallelujah. If you're under the sound of my voice and your zeal is gone down, may you receive a top up today. In the name of Jesus, if your fire has gone down, receive new fire and fresh fire in your life. In the name of Jesus. I want to speak to you on the subject of the hand of the Lord. The hand of the Lord. Everybody say the hand of the Lord. Say the hand of the Lord. How many of you agree that the hand of the Lord is big? <laughs> I, I swept you there. I'm sure you're going to... <laughs> you're expecting me to, to give another another, what do you call it, adjective. But the hand of the Lord is big. Somebody say the hand of the Lord is big. Say it again. The hand of the Lord is big. Let me just give you an idea of how big the hand of the Lord is. You give give me Isaiah chapter 40. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 12. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 12. Alright. It's talking about God here. He said, who had measured the waters, the waters, that means lakes, oceans. If you've been to Kolegono before, at least you can see how big the sea is. Alright? And this is just a small portion of the Atlantic Ocean. And the Atlantic Ocean is not the only ocean. We have the Atlantic Ocean, we have the what? The Pacific Ocean, we have Geography for more Atlantic, Pacific, what? Indian Ocean. There's Arctic and Antarctic Ocean, so oh, I'm imagining things. Eh, but there are oceans. They are all oceans. They are all oceans. <laughs> and so if you just take a look at the polygonal beach and see how far the ocean goes. And this one says, who had measured the waters? In the hollow of his hand. 
in the, I mean, if he does this and creates a hollow, he measures the waters in the hollow of his hand. That's a part of that scripture I'm interested in. Let's read all so that. <laughs> and meted out heaven with the span. Uh-huh. In fact, that one too. When you say span, it means this. That's a span. Meted out the heaven with the span and comprehended the dust of the earth in a measure and weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance. He just weighs them like that. That's how big the hand of the Lord is. Hallelujah. So when we say the hand of the Lord is working in your life, I want you to understand that it is a very big hand. It is a very powerful hand. And in fact, God's power is concentrated in his hand. God's power is concentrated in his hand. Let me show you something. Job chapter 36, verse 32. Job 36, 32. Or you before that, you give me Habakkuk 3, 4. Habakkuk 3, 4. Habakkuk 3, 4. With that one, give me NLT. I want NLT. All right. He said, his coming, he's talking about God here. His coming is as brilliant as the sunrise. Rays of light flash from his hands where his awesome power is hidden. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. Those days when, when we were small, some of the movies, there'll be some monster, some giant or something. And they'll tell you, unless you remove the, how many of you have watched uh, Conan the Destroyer? You've watched Conan the Destroyer. The rest of you, you are latter-day saints. You don't know proper movies. All you know is Kung Kung Badia and these jokes. Proper movies were the ones they were doing in the past. How many of you watched Clash of the Titans? I'm not talking about the modern one, the old 1980-something one. I watched the modern one, I was like, feeling no day inside. I like that, the, the old one. Yeah. Conan the destroyer, there was this monster at the end, and it had a certain horn. That's where all the power was. So the hero had to jump on the monster and pull the horn out before they could kill it. So all his power was concentrated in the horn. God, his power is in his hands. Hallelujah. That big hand, that is where all the power is. Amen. And so this hand is a very very powerful hand it does many things in the bible we are told of situations where the hand of the lord came upon somebody the hand of the lord came upon elijah and what did he do he ran ahead of the king's chariots he accelerated beyond human abilities and today on the day of pentecost may the hand of the lord come upon you and give you acceleration and speed in life wherever you have been slow may you receive speed in the name of jesus wherever there has been stagnation may you receive progress in the name of jesus the hand of the lord the wonderful things we see god do they are as a result of his hand at work there are certain things that happen and you are like as for this one it was the hand of the lord it was god it couldn't have been any human being 
it couldn't have been through calculations. How many of you have had such experiences before? Something happened and you said, no, that's what this one, it, it is God. It defies science, it defies logic, defies everything. In fact, that is the definition of a miracle. A miracle is when natural laws are suspended. And today, may natural laws be suspended in your life. I said, may natural laws be suspended in your life. Hallelujah. Yeah. So this hand of God is so powerful. It can do so many things. But today, I want to concentrate on a certain aspect of the hand of God, which many of us don't pay attention to. All that we are spoken about right now have to do with the visible hand of God, the one that we can see, the one that we can experience, the one that we can testify of, the one that we can point at and say, as for this one, it was God. But the other aspect of the hand of God is what I call the invisible hand of God. The one that we don't see, the one that we can perceive, the one that we may never be able to perceive, hallelujah, which is still at work in our lives. Somebody made a very profound statement. He said, God does 10,000 things in our lives and allows us to see only three. When I read that statement, it hit me. I was like, hey, how ungrateful I have been. 10,000 things. And he allows us to see only three. Of course, those are not absolute figures, but he's just trying to tell you that the majority of the things God does, we don't see. Majority of the things, nobody has the right to get angry with God and say, God hasn't done anything for me, or I asked God for this and he didn't, because there are many things he does behind the scenes that we are not aware of. And some of them, he may give us a chance to see later that, oh, this one, it was the hand of God. But I dare say that majority of them, we will never know. Majority of them, we will never know. Some of them, we will never know because the way God does his things, the tree man will say, eh, bro, Is that it Yes, it is beyond our understanding. It, it, is, it is too high for us to perceive and understand. That's why we will never understand and we will never even see it if it's right in front of us. That I, I preached and I told you that it is a futile exercise to try to understand God fully. It's impossible. You, you cannot understand God fully. No. Just look at the human being alone. The human being. The kind of calculations that are in the creation of a human being making sure certain arteries pass through certain places at all costs i told you the other day that the distance between your wrist and your elbow is approximately your foot size if it is not there's something wrong somewhere <laughs> so if you go to the shoe shop you can just decide to put the shoe on your here like this it will give you an idea as to whether or not the the, the shoe is your size I went to a shoe shop and I was doing that and some people were looking at me I was like I know what you don't know <laughs> they're looking at me like ah this guy can't you know put the thing on the on the foot but I just put it there and I was like no this one has to be too small because nowadays you can't trust the sizes depending on whether it's Chinese size 45 Chinese size 45 even a child can wear and you'll be fine oh yeah 
No, no, no. When you go to places where they import from China, increase the, your size because they will give you some, call it a bosky thing and you'll be shocked. No, God is too complex for us to understand him fully. The human body has at least one trillion cells. I'm not talking about one thousand. I'm not talking about one million, which is one thousand of one thousand. I'm not talking about one billion, which is one thousand of one million. I'm talking about trillion, which is one thousand of one billion. Individual cells. All operating independently from one another, yet nicely synced to ensure that you continue to live and breathe. Each cell, when you take one cell, the number of chemical reactions and chemical equations you can draw, the number of pathways, the number of, um, what do you call it? Um, what are some of the pathways? Glycolytic pathway, Krebs cycle, pentose phosphate, PPP. Just all pass in your pass, pass, pass. Like that. <laughs> One cell, one small cell that you can't even see with your naked eye. Look at all that is going on. A whole chemical factory. And there are trillions of them working in sync to ensure that you are alive. This is a very complex God. Hallelujah. It's a very, very complex God. It is a futile attempt or endeavor to try to understand God fully. And the key word is fully. Amen. That's why I said the other day that God didn't call us to understand him fully. He called us to trust him. When you don't understand, you just trust. That so I just trust you that you know what you are doing. Hallelujah. And so because of this complexity of the God we are dealing with, it is impossible for us to understand everything that he does. That is why some of the works of his hands we can't even perceive. Especially the ones behind the scenes. So this invisible hand of God does so many things. One of them is that it directs. Somebody say it directs. The Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Let me explain to you what it means for God to order your steps. Ordering your steps doesn't mean you here, go here and go there. No. Ordered steps means you've not heard anything but God is just directing your steps as you move and as you are moving you are dodging traps you are dodging portals and you eventually get to where you are supposed to get to that is how a lot of people get into their ministries not many people can tell you of a burning bush encounter where a, a, a bright light appeared in their room and a huge angel came and held them by the neck Say, wake up, you are sleeping too much. I have information for you. Hey, God has called you. I say, God has called you. <laughs> Not many people can testify of such encounters. But God has called many. Hallelujah. And God has chosen many. Hallelujah. Most of the time, it's through ordered steps. It's like you are doing things, uh, but the invisible hand of God is just ordering your steps, ordering your steps through your mistakes. Then, you know, he will guide you like that. Ah, uh, the time you realize, hey, this is what you are doing. And you are there. I can testify of that in so many aspects of my life. Hallelujah. 
the invisible hand of God. It directs. It directs. The time you realize you are where you are supposed to be. The time you realize you are with the people you are supposed to be. The time you realize you are connected with the people you are supposed to connect with. And may that invisible hand direct you in your life. May you not resist the direction of the invisible hand of God. Sometimes when it comes to ministry, people are waiting for a supernatural encounter before they move. On Friday, I told them at the school of ministry that when God calls you, your calling is turned into a passion and an edge and it is placed inside you. That is a call. What are you passionate about? What, what, what do you have an edge to do? It's not every time that you receive a word of prophecy. Sometimes prophecies, they confuse. You hear this from this one, you hear this from that one, you hear this from that one, you hear this and But I maintain that the Holy Spirit that is inside you knows more about your present, your past, and your future than any human being and any prophet will ever know. So build a relationship with God. Hallelujah. Now, I'm not the kind of pastor who expects you to come to me to hear God for you. No, I'll teach you to hear God for yourself. Because me too, I need to hear God for myself. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. They say I'm Iron Man, but I'm not Superman. <laughs> I need to hear God for myself. Recently, I was telling my wife that the things I want to hear from, I'm not hearing. The things rather I want to hear, no. In some family. Huh? <laughs> recently eh, I was there and I felt a strong urge to call somebody and when it happens like that I know God wants to say something to the person through me and most of the time by the time I'm starting to speak I don't know what it is it just happens like that I called the person and he was like I'm in serious distress I was like what is the problem he said there's a key I need to find I have just Two hours and it's left the one more hour for me to find this key. Otherwise, I said, my best my life. And I was like, okay, I, I know that is why God made me call him. So I just closed my eyes and I felt strongly in my spirit to tell him, go and look here. I'm not in the same house with him. Go and look here. Put the phone down, go and look here. When he came back, he picked the phone. Who your D for? <laughs> <laughs> he said, this one day I'm going to post it on my state. You know how people can get excited about this? It's not how they will do it too. <laughs> I'm going to put the testimony on my status. <laughs> Meanwhile, me myself. Whenever my wife uses the car, she has a tendency to put the key somewhere. Everybody say somewhere. She's not here, so I can talk. <laughs> to put the key somewhere. And when we start looking for the key, hey, we can ransack the whole house. I am a is laughing. She knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> we can ransack the whole house. Even enter the dustbin to see whether she's thrown it there. We can't find the key. <laughs> <laughs> Ransack places. One time there, what even got to me crowd was that there's this bowl in the city room. I bring the thing was there. I searched through. I couldn't find it. It was me who just walked there and I said, ah, this is the key. I said, oh God. <laughs> me 
know as somebody who lives far away from me whose house geography I don't know I could tell the person where to go and find their key yeah, so even prophecy sometimes it confuses <laughs> hallelujah somebody say the hand of the Lord say the invisible hand of the Lord it directs hallelujah apart from directing it also redirects redirects redirection is like when somebody wants to shoot a ball into a goalpost he shoots and the thing is way awful and then some bad luck defender <laughs> decides to stretch his leg like this now I deflect it I did not go to net anymore Ongo the right OG <laughs> by the side much summary that is redirection hallelujah redirection means when you have taken the wrong turn when you have made the wrong decision and you think it's the right one and the thing is going in a particular direction and it changes and you are angry because it has changed it's actually the invisible hand of the Lord redirecting your mistake and making sure you're on the right track hallelujah that's why I say, gentlemen, there is nothing like you have been bounced. You have been redirected. Hallelujah. I've been re- There's nothing like bouncing. No. The deflection that ends in a goal is a bounce. The ball bounces off the defender's leg and enters the pole. It's a redirection. So when the sisters are bouncing you serially, just the invisible hand of the Lord is directing me to the right person hallelujah Amen. and those of you who have made yourself serial bounces may the Lord have mercy upon you doesn't measure up you want to marry Apostle Peter <laughs> or do you want to make Apostle Paul decide that he will marry and come for you Amen, Amen. redirection some of you, you cry over that guy you had the crash on that they didn't whatever and wasn't even seen. Sometimes they don't see you. you. You are seeing them with your two eyes. But they are not seeing you. You are thinking about them every day. They are not even thinking about you. Take it like that. It's a redirection. Hallelujah. It's a redirection. You see, God, there's a reason why he's called the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He knows the end from the beginning. Anything God does, he has the end in mind. Because he has been there already. He lives in different dispensations at the same time. He's the only one who can live in the present, the past, and the future at the same time. They call him the ancient of days. So that breakup you have been crying about, don't cry about it. It's a redirection. It's a redirection. Don't cry. It's a redirection. I can see some people are receiving this word. <laughs> it's a redirection. It is the invisible hand of God. That is redirecting you. One day you may see the reason why it happened. But there's a possibility too that you will never know. You will never know. You may never know. 
One day, some of you will sit down and thank God for certain prayers you prayed that He didn't answer. You see, when there are some prayers, when God, you are angry. Ah, God, I want this and I want it now. And God doesn't give it to you. One day I pray that you, you have a reason to say, Hey God, if you had answered this prayer, my life would have been bad. There are some people, if you had ended up marrying them, eh? <laughs> if you had ended up marrying them, where you are today, you never have been yet. They will worry you till when people see you, they'll think you are doing keto. <laughs> keto diet. Ketogenic diet. And some of those people, where God is taking you, He knows they couldn't have gone with you. Some of the mountains God is going to take you to climb, they can't climb with you. Some of the valleys God is going to take you through, they cannot go through those valleys with you. They cannot go through the valley of the shadow of death with you. Impossible. So God decided that, let me drop them by the wayside. The work of the invisible hand of God. It directs and it redirects. I told you this year that any door that you try to enter this year, that doesn't open to you. What it means is that what is behind that door is not for you. In this year of open heavens, 31st December, I made that declare. Any door you try to enter, whether it's a relationship door, marriage door, uh, work door, career door, educational, if it doesn't open for you, what it means is that what is behind that door is not yours. So if you go for that interview and they don't pick you, thank God, it's a redirection. Because a better one is coming. Hallelujah. A better one is coming. A more suitable one is coming. When you propose to that lady and she says, I see you as a brother, as a brother. Thank God, because a better one is coming. Hallelujah. One that is more suited for your destiny and where God is taking you. Who can climb the mountains with you and enter the valleys too with you? There are some people they can climb the mountains with you, but when it comes to the valleys, Charlie Mabre, tired. I don't have the legs for the valleys. The invisible hand of the Lord directs and redirects. The invisible hand of the Lord protects. In fact, the things God protects us from that we are not aware of. The things He delivers us from that we are not aware of. The things that happen at night when we are asleep. Look, the night is a very dangerous time. There are a lot of scriptures in the Bible that point to that fact. Arrows that fly by night and things like that. A lot of things happen. When we sleep, there are entities and people who don't sleep. The Bible says he came to steal, to kill, to destroy. That is his threefold ministry. Anything you do to steal something from you, anything you do to kill something out of your life, anything you do to destroy something out of your life, he is working 24-7. Wanting things to happen in your life that will take away your praise. Things that will take away your worship. Things that will weaken your faith. That is the devil's agenda. 
But he's not succeeding because there is a certain invisible hand that is holding him to stay back. Oh, and may that invisible hand continue to protect you. May that invisible hand continue to deliver you. We sit in cars and we assume it is our right to reach our destination. If God should ever give you the gift of discernment of spirits and you can see in the spirit, you realize that not all roads are the same. Sometimes you are traveling and you see 35 people died here. I don't know if you have seen that before. Uh huh. Accra Cape Coast Road. 35 people died here. You go for a small. Then you say, hey, but me, I just passed. Some people died here, but I just passed. No, don't assume it is your right. You are no better than those people. It is a certain invisible hand that is just protecting you. Those of you who came here driving, you woke up and sat in your car. And I believe you assumed it is your right <laughs> to arrive here safely. No, it's, it's not your right. It is a privilege God has given you because of his invisible hand. Sometimes things come away like delays. I'm supposed to go at this time, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't mean come to church late and say it was divine delay. You understand? Some of you, the lateness is in your blood. If it's seven o'clock, service, you'll be late. If it's nine o'clock, you'll be late. If it is, even if we say we are meeting at 4 p.m., you come late. That's not what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Sometimes there are certain delays. You are traveling on some road and somebody's car just gets spot on the way and it delays you and you are angry and my time and my time. For you know there's a certain storm ahead that must pass before you get there and by storm i'm not talking about rain i'm talking about evil things that must pass before you get there sometimes god can even send somebody to come and annoy you at home and delay you a little because the path you are going to pass something is going to fall there something is about to happen there and you need to escape it invisible hand of God delivers the invisible hand of God even delivers us from sin from sinning sometimes sometimes people they plan I'm going to do this blah blah and something just comes and spoils the whole thing the whole plan after the story about a pastor he has served God and everything and there was a place he used to go to preach outside Ghana every year and anytime he goes there's this woman be some girl was been having some eye contact with him you know sometimes they don't have to speak up. <laughs> they are ministering and then one particular year he was like god me to have served you ah i've done some i've won souls so that's what they say when i finish the conference and she comes around Heavens will move. <laughs> oh, yeah, decided. No, there are times people decide that as for that, I'm not resisting. Like when they say flee, I won't flee. If flee, if flee. Holy Spirit can come and shout, flee, flee. If flee. The guy had decided he won't flee. This one, no fleeing. And the lady came to see him after service and said, I'll come to see you at your hotel room this evening. 
So he was there waiting for the lady. He heard a knock on the door. He thought it was the lady that had come. He opened and it was one of his junior pastors. He came and came to sit on a chair in the office room, in the hotel room, started chatting with him. And then moved to the bed. Sitting on the bed. I was like, hey, man of God, today, this evening, the, 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 the preaching was part. Like, that's why I can't stay in my room. Like, I just want to come and fellowship. I just want to come and fellowship with you. I just want to come and fellowship with you. Say, ah, this guy, but today that influence you are coming to spend time with me. They were chatting, talking. It was like, ah, this guy, uh, yeah, he should have done his Zoom, eh? Go and Zoom the thing. They were there chatting, 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 chatting. The guy wasn't going, he was waiting for the second knock to come. And then I realized, sitting on the bed, he just felt like that and started snoring. Ah, the guy slept off. That move alone prevented the man of God from soiling his image. May the hand of God prevent you from sinning even when you have decided to sin. May the hand of God prevent you from defiling yourself even when you have decided to bath in the mud. Oh, he delivers us. Many, 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 many things. I was watching a movie and they were giving an indication of some of the things that happened at night. That was a Christian movie. How witches circle homes but can't enter. Because in the spirit they are seeing a wall of fire. May the Lord erect a wall of fire around your home. May the Lord erect a wall of fire around your car. Even if you don't have one, receive it. May the Lord erect a wall of fire around your car. Around your bicycle around your motto hallelujah around the, the hotels that you own the houses that you own the estates that you own the businesses that you own and the church building that you will build <laughs> hallelujah oh the invisible hand of God does many things look at children the way they can play some of the things they can do and they don't get hurt with me i don't understand sometimes you watch them and it's like you can't even concentrate on anything it's like your eyes have to be on they are running jumping on each other and you're like somebody can break a bone but they don't break any bone it's because of god's hand they fall certain kinds of falling eh you don't expect the person to wait to get up again don't cry 30 seconds the next time they're going again But then I saw a certain scripture, I've forgotten which one it is, which literally tells us that all children have angels in heaven. Yeah, they have angels in heaven. No, some of the things, they're jumping, they can jump and hey. It is the hand of the Lord. May the hand of the Lord protect your children. May the Lord's hand protect your home. May the Lord's hand protect your going in and your coming out. And so to conclude, having heard all of these, 
And I promise I'm pretty full up. <laughs> Having heard all of this, we must be provoked unto daily thanksgiving. We Christians are too ungrateful. If God should just show us a quarter of the things He does in our lives that we are not aware of, we will sing songs of thanksgiving 24-7. Because the things He does that we do not see are way more than the ones we can see. Even the ones He presents to us to try and see. Because our understanding doesn't reach its level. We don't even see them. We don't see them. We must thank God. the hymn writer said what count your blessings many blessings name them one by one we must we must get into the habit of naming the blessings in our lives one by one and we must also get into the habit of thanking god for the ones we've not seen because trust me there are many many more that you haven't seen we complain about every little thing that pure water you drank and threw half away Somebody is drinking muddy water with cows. Muddy because people have done galamsey and spoils there in the river. Your house that you are complaining about is somebody's prayer topic. complaining always looking at what we believe God hasn't done but today may God change your focus and may you concentrate on what he has done and what he has done that you haven't seen if we knew the kind of machinations that went on behind the scenes in our lives we'll be grateful to God it's not everything we have that that, that came as a result of our, our doing as a result of our being diligent as a result of our being positioned in the right place at the right time or we having vision there are a lot of people with vision but the vision hasn't taken them anywhere it takes the hand of the lord someone say the hand of the lord and today i recommend that hand over your life may that hand protect you everywhere you go may that hand mold you into what you are supposed to be in the name of jesus whatever the crooked and rough parts are in your life may you submit yourself for that hand to mold you into what god wants you to become and may that hand also lead you to the right people may that hand steer you away from the people you must miss in life and may it steer you towards those you must meet in life your destiny helpers and your destiny connectors may the hand the invisible hand of god work in your life and move you towards those people in the name of jesus and so father we pray let this word be cemented in our spirits give us a heart of gratitude give us the grace to see that which you do in our lives and the heart to appreciate that which we do not see in the mighty name of jesus thank you for the many deliverances thank you for the many accidents you have taken us out of in fact we dare say that there are even people who have died in our stead and we do not know just as a lot of children died in jesus stead because herod was angry it is possible people have died because of us and lord we thank you for
for singling us out for this privilege in the name of Jesus we ask that your hand shall be upon our homes that your hand shall be upon our businesses your hand shall be upon our careers your hand shall be upon our marriages your hand shall be upon our ministries your hand shall take over and cover every aspect of our lives and father grant us the grace to be careful to give you all the praise and adoration take glory father take glory son take glory holy spirit forever oh lord that word is settled in heaven in jesus most excellent name have we prayed with thanksgiving amen we trust you have been blessed by this message for more information reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our Facebook page, The Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed. Overflow! 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 Overflow!